Hi guys, just a reminder, this podcast will contain swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Pilot Era, the show you're only listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. And this is the Halloween episode. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Was that a werewolf at the start? Yeah. Oh. I didn't yeah. quite know what you were going for then. Well, yeah, I had a, a creepy laugh intro, but you talked over me and we had to start again. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, so this one's going to be kind of Halloween-themed. We're giving you two shows for the price of one, guys. Sure are. They're both kind of creepy, weird shows. Very uh, October. Everything at the moment that's coming out is like scary shit, because it's October. Scary? Well, that way inclined. That's the focus, but it never quite gets there. Yeah, so we're covering The Haunting of Hill House. Yay, yay. And Curious Creations. What's the full name of the show? Curious Creations with that woman's name that I will look up right now. (laughs) Yeah, I've forgotten her name already. Uh, So because we're covering two shows today, we're just going to do a bit of a quicker first section and just do one bit of news for every section. Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, people don't really want to sit around and wait. And if they've got to sit through us talking about two shows, and we're going to have a lot to say about both of the shows, I I think that we should just... Power on through. Otherwise, it'll end up being like a three-hour episode. No one's got time for that shit. So, back to the top. It's Curious Creations with Christine McConnell. Christine McConnell. I don't know if she... Oh, we can talk about it later, but I don't know if she's actually like a... A person. Actual personality, or if this is the first thing she's ever done. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. All right, so let's kick it off with some TV news. We're not even going to talk about ourselves. We didn't do anything. No, not really. We're going to talk about ourselves in music. That's about it. Yeah. And games. And games. (laughs) All right, TV news. I was just reading the old, um, what's that website that you use to like keep up to date with pop culture? I can't remember what it's called now. I'm the one that found it, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm leading this one today. Usually you kind of lead it. So this is going badly already. <laughs> but I was looking at one of those pop culture news sites and I came across this kind of interesting bit of news. You know that streaming service that we were talking about, the DC... DC service, yeah. Yeah, the new service that's coming out. One of its kind of headliner shows is going to be a Harley Quinn animated series. Okay. And apparently they might be getting Margot Robbie to actually voice... Harley Quinn in the animated. So it's going to be modern Harley Quinn then? Yeah. I think it's supposed to be like kind of... It's for adults, obviously. So it's going to be kind of like sexy and violent and shit. Just the way Harley was intended to be. (laughs) Yeah. But what do you think about Margot Robbie doing the voice? Do you think that's good or... I mean, Margot Robbie did a good version of Harley. Oh, she was one of the best things in the movie. Oh, yeah. But she did, like, the accent properly, had some of the mannerisms that were right. They tried to make her act a bit too insane Mm -hmm. because Harley isn't crazy the whole time. She's just, like, sort of normal and a bit kitschy, but then she loses her fucking shit all the time, and that's, like, more of what Harley is about. She's, like, a bit nuts the whole time and a bit, like, 
there, but then she fucking loses it. In the movie, they didn't really have that. They just had her like at a baseline of crazier than a normal person. Yeah, but they can definitely do more of that in a animated series. Oh yeah, definitely. So I think that'll be pretty cool. I guess that's all they're gonna stream it on. So oh yeah, definitely. It's created for that. It's like yeah. that Titans thing. Yeah, so that that's gonna be on there there too. It's just really gonna encourage people to get on there, I reckon. But basically, this was gonna be kind of going up against a Marvel animated show of Deadpool. So how, what? <laughs> Not on the same streaming service, obviously, but they were kind of panned to sort of come out at the same time. So it was going to be kind of like Harley Quinn versus Deadpool animated series. Well, Deadpool wins, but what, like Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool? I think it was going to be a similar character to that, yeah. Well, like De- a similar well Deadpool's version. a very specific character, but is Ryan Reynolds going to do the voice? No, I don't Which think... Which version of Deadpool is going to be? Is it going to be like the movie one? Or is it going to be the one where he's got like three personalities? I feel like it was going to be like Harley Quinn. It was taking Harley Quinn from the movie and making it animated. So it'd probably be the same with Deadpool. So like a Ryan Reynolds version in the animated series. And Donald Glover was actually going to be the showrunner, which is pretty cool. How do you mean? Like he was helping to write it and he was going to be like the the head of it. Well, that's cool. But. Well, they're giving it away. (laughs) Yeah, it was going to... Like, oh no, here comes Harley Quinn, can't make this show. No, I don't think that was it. Like, they started writing it and everything, and it was going to be shown on FX in the US, you know, that channel. Oh, fuck yeah, the only channel they'd be able to get away with that shit. Yeah. And apparently they started writing it, it was all going okay, and then there was just like a complete collapse in communication, and people started not getting along. So there was a whole, like, creative differences thing. So I think Donald Glover wanted something completely different to, like, everyone else who was involved and everyone butted heads and basically they just dropped it and they were like all right well we're not going to be able to make it work i mean i really like deadpool but like you're going to make a tv show about breaking the fourth wall mm. like it would, it, be it would get yeah. stale like real quick and i know what you mean you've got to bring like all these other things because what he used to do is like he would just fuck with other characters like as his own character he's like great but he is more the fourth wall break of that universe. So, like, he'll see someone, like, he'll see Rogue or he'll fight Wolverine or, like, that sort of shit. That's what he does. He doesn't, like, usually have his own shit. And when he does have his own shit, it's just, like, kill these people, do this thing, get this money, or, like, trying to get a cure for himself. Yeah, it's So it's, it's like, a bit casual. of a weird thing to make a series out of. Yeah, I mean, when I brought it up, you were like, what version are they going to do? How are they going to go about it? And that's probably what happened. Like, everyone had different ideas of what they wanted to do, and yeah. it just fucked it up. They tr- they probably had a lot of them wanted to make the movie as a series, and you can't really mm. do that. But I think that would have been pretty cool. Like, I'm kind of sad that they cancelled it. Maybe they'll try and pick it up again in a couple of years or something. Who knows? Maybe we'll with see. a different showrunner or something. There was one other thing I wanted to say about it. Oh, some of the... They actually ended up making some footage some sort of test footage you know and it's leaked on the internet right so that's made people even more like FOMO because they've seen this bit of footage and they're like oh my god it would be so good I haven't watched the footage but maybe we should check it out and well there you go but there's not really any point because it's not going to come out so <laughs> no but it could just be like disappointing <laughs> yeah but now everyone's like oh well now Harley Quinn has like a you know open road to success kind of thing without having to be compared to Deadpool because yeah, they're, they're sort of similar-ish characters in the fact that they're sort of anti-hero kind of characters. That's it, really. There's not really that's that all, much yeah, they're common, not but... really 
relative at all. But Harley both, is a normal both... person who went a bit nuts. Yeah. And Deadpool is like a guy who can't die with eternal cancer, <laughs> who is like a mercenary. Mm. Like, they're not really... Like, yeah. But they're both a little bit, like, kooky and funny and... Yeah. I don't know. I can see the comparison, but... Anyway, I just thought that was an interesting bit of news that you might be... Might want to hear. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You did mention uh, FOMOing. And we yeah. heard a new term which I fucking love recently. Oh, yeah. Which I'm going to fucking... I would get that tattooed on my fucking chest. Oh, God. Fucking... <laughs> You've already got your chest out. Well, you got the... Yeah, I got so, yeah right it? under it. Yeah. I've got my collar done. I'll get it right underneath. So, everybody says FOMO, fear of missing out. And we've been introduced recently to JOMO, the joy of missing out. Mm. Fuck, I love that. I feel <laughs> That's like, like my life. <laughs> yeah. I feel like once you get into your late 20s, you're all about JOMO and all not about FOMO Jomo. anymore. It's like, man... When you're out, you're like, man, Jomo, like, I just, I would rather be at home not doing anything. Fucking A. <laughs> that's why I make this podcast so you don't have to leave the house. It's great. All right, so that's it for TV news, but we'll go straight into Kate's Corner, because this is TV related too. Massive legend here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Kate's Corner. All right, I've got to come Sound, up. sound quick now. Oh, shit. I'm trying to keep this going. I'm trying to get it to be like, yeah, let's go. You're going to uh, stress people out, mate. Okay. Uh, <laughs> ooh, this is this is a bit different. This is a bit off the wall. I want some kind of sport sound. What's a good sport sound? Why do you want a sport I sound? I don't know, just because I think it would be interesting. Because there's nothing really like that in what we've got. Well, what sport do you like? I don't, I don't really like a lot of sports. Most of the sports I like are just like solo sports, like running and swimming and tennis and shit. So when but, you want somebody panting heavily or... No, no, not really. Or somebody okay. slapping the water repeatedly. No. <laughs> i got an idea. You know that really kind of loud buzzer sound in basketball in the US? Like... Yeah. I want that. Okay. But like a few times in a row. So... Maybe like... Isn't there going to be... Isn't there going to be far too close to the... Are you right? Isn't it going to be far too close to the... DJ horn that you already have in there? What? Boo, 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 boo. Yeah. Oh. Nah, just put it in. It's okay. too late to go back now. Okay. All right. Kate's Corner today. We're going back to a few months, oh, a few months ago now, probably like eight months ago, where I was talking about Riverdale pretty much every episode. Yep. It's back. Fucking hell. Riverdale is back on Netflix, coming out week to week. A whole new story has unfolded. Isn't there a demon in it now or some shit? Yeah, it's gone... I did allude to this when I was talking about it. It's gone supernatural. But you don't really know if it's actually supernatural or if it's just, like, hallucinating or... I feel like they could do a bit of a twist and be like, oh, they were just hallucinating the thing the whole time. But then doesn't that... That not only negates the show, but it also negate another show that they're creating off the back of Riverdale. Yeah, so I was going to talk about that kind of in combination with this... Because Sabrina's coming out soon. It's October. It's Halloween. They're bringing out Sabrina on Netflix. Yep. We watched the trailer recently. We did. Do you want to say what your thoughts were on that trailer? It looks shit ass, doesn't it? It didn't look that great, to be honest. Like, obviously, this show is made for me. The trailer was very lackluster. It seemed very clumsy and, like, nothing really happened. No, it seems like they could have just done it with anybody. So, they're making a new show, but they're just piggybacking off the Sabrina name and they'll just like call yeah. the characters the same shit but it's like it's not Sabrina it's just no, it's the names different. are the same yeah we did see a cat though and the cat was a real cat 
Yeah, that's good. But Salem's not going to be good. No, it won't be this. I don't think he'll be the same kind of character. No, it'll be like her wise teacher or some shit. Yeah, yeah. We did we did briefly talk about this, but yeah, now we have seen the trailer. It's coming out very soon, and it is a bit of a spin off of Riverdale because it's in the town kind of over from Riverdale. I think it's called Greendale or something. Well, that's where she lives in like the original one. Oh, okay, right. But in, in, like, the first couple of seasons of Riverdale, Greendale's a place as well. Well, that's probably them, like, dropping hints to fuck with people. And yeah. now they're, like, now it's they're actually making a thing, a thing out of it, yeah. And the thing that I noticed in the trailer as well is that you see this kind of weird demon-y tree thing. And it kind of looks like the demon that you've, you've seen in Riverdale. So I don't know if there's going to be, like, a crossover of demons, which could be interesting. They're I don't know. just trying to make buzz for each other probably they're probably like oh I know how we can get Riverdale people to watch this like put some easter eggs in there to make them think that it's yeah that's all it could could just be that yeah because I'm not entirely convinced as I said that Riverdale is actually supernatural yeah I've got a theory but then if it's not then from just from what we've seen in the trailer Sabrina is definitely supernatural oh yeah no doubt so Riverdale's not but they're supposed to be in the same universe yeah. That, like, negates one or the other of the shows. Yeah. No, for sure. But I've got a theory, right? So, there's this scene, I think it's in the first episode, where all the main characters, like, you know, Archie, Veronica, Jughead and Betty, they're all swimming in this, like, lake, and they pan to this sign, and the sign says, no swimming after Thanksgiving, and it's after Thanksgiving. And they really focus on this sign and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, so what I'm thinking, and I've seen on Reddit, like I sort of had that thought. I was like, why the hell are they focusing on that sign? Like, is there something going on with the water or something? So I was looking on Reddit and people were saying the same thing. They're like, maybe there's something in the water and they've been like poisoned and that's why they're hallucinating and it's all, all the supernatural stuff is just in their minds. Right. Because you haven't really seen anyone else see anything supernatural apart from pretty much Betty and Jughead so far. Right. And Betty ends up actually having a seizure as well. So it's like, okay, something's not right. So I don't know. Like, I reckon it might come out a big twist that it's not actually anything. But that still negates Sabrina entirely. No, I know what you're saying. I mean, I had these thoughts before I watched that trailer of Sabrina because I'd kind of forgotten about Sabrina, to be honest. But yeah... New season of Riverdale seems very interesting. A lot of gratuitous uh, bikini and shirts off scenes, like way more than usual. Your eyes are very, very wide right now. Are you okay? I'm just excited <laughs> about it. You know I get excited about Riverdale. I watch it while I'm at the gym on the treadmill. That's a good time. <laughs> it is. Because you don't really have to focus on it a whole lot. But it's interesting enough to like take your mind off the fact that you're dying. Dying. <laughs> yeah, I don't even run on the treadmill. I just walk fast and I'm just like, ugh. Well, mate, I watch fucking Party Legends at the gym. That's awkward. Once in a while there's a nice animated breast flies across the screen. Oh, jeez. I always get so paranoid about stuff like that when I'm watching things on the bus or the train. Even if it's just like a real, like, soft core sex scene where you don't see anything. It's just two people, like, in bed kissing. I'm like, oh, God, people are going to be looking at me weird. Yeah, but that's in, like, every show. If that's you get, true. like, weird about that, it's just like, why are you watching this show over somebody's shoulder? That's true. I know I shouldn't get worried about it. 
And sometimes I find myself just kind of hiding my phone, like. <laughs> People read like erotic books and stuff on public transport. I know. Like. I've seen that with my own eyes. I, I literally have. I sat next to. I think he was like this really old dude at a train station, and he had a Kindle, and because he was quite old, he obviously couldn't see, and he'd blown up the writing huge, and was literally reading like porn. Yep. It was pretty disturbing. There you go. I actually ended up moving away from him because I was like, this feels so weird sitting next to this dude while he's reading this. Yep. <laughs> Welcome oh. to 2018, motherfucker. <laughs> no, no judgment. Like, he can he can do whatever he wants. It wasn't like, you know, he was doing anything. He was just reading. So Just, just making himself aroused on the bus around <laughs> people. Wasn't doing anything. I don't know. I shouldn't have been reading over his shoulder. Exactly. <laughs> All right, yeah. Okay, we'll wrap up Kate's Corner there. Massive legend, bitch! Oh, shit! Just wanted to say a couple of words about Riverdale and Sabrina. Yeah, so I think our next episode will be on Sabrina because I'm pretty sure it comes out maybe even tomorrow or something. Double Halloween! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves Halloween. Like, you've got to cash in on that while you can. Well, the only thing I don't like about Halloween is that we live in Australia and kids still fucking show up at my door. Yeah, Halloween is not a big thing here at all. No, but it's a big thing if you're under, like, eight. Mm. And little kids in fucking $2 shop costumes come to our house and ring the doorbell and we have to pretend we're not home. Yeah. Even though <laughs> the TV's on super, super loud. I did buy some pretty cool skull lights, though. They are pretty dope. I really like those. I think I might buy some more. Why not? But I'm too scared to put them outside because I feel like someone will just steal them. And we can't put them anywhere good because the cats will eat them. Mm. Yeah, they love them. They were just like batting away. I feel like I had something else to say about Halloween, but now I've forgotten. All right. <laughs> movie news. Yep. So our movie news is Halloween. Yep. I wanted to have a quick discussion with you about this. Okay. We haven't spoken about this and I purposely haven't spoken to you about it because... I want to talk about it on the podcast. Okay. But you are aware that a new Halloween movie has yes, coming out? Yes, it's been uh, pushed pretty hard on everybody, I believe, in the entire world. Today is the 25th of October when we're recording. It comes out today. Oh, cool. Yep. So people will be watching it tonight for the first time in Australia. It stars the original woman, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. She's awesome. I love her. Yep. Do, do you like her? Yeah, of course. So apparently a while ago they've wanted to remake this film yeah like make another one i think the last halloween movie that came out might have been about 2002 i believe yeah they had like a remake thing yeah in the early noughties and after that jamie lee curtis was like i'm done i don't want to do any more halloween movies yeah but then apparently she got this script and she read it and she loved it and they said that she could have like heaps of input obviously a pretty big paycheck as well well yeah you can't so, make the movie without it. Yeah. So she took it on. And it has done amazingly in the US. So it made $77.5 million in the opening weekend. Yep. Which is pretty amazing. What I wanted to know was, would you be interested in going to see Halloween? No. Because, <laughs> so all the stuff that was made around that time, there's something going on with it. Right? Something that messed with your head. So it's like, you got Jason Voorhees, he like comes on Friday the 13th and he lives in a lake and he's like fucked up and shit. Crazy. Uh, you got Freddy. Freddy like goes into your dream when you dream about him and fucking kills you. Like that's 
that's a terrifying story and then you put it in a movie so basically you're forcing people to think about this thing that attacks you when you're asleep that's genius and then you've got Michael Myers who is a guy who wears a mask <laughs> and that is the whole deal you're like I've got a person that wears a mask way more interesting and a person whose face is melted off way more interesting and then Mike it's just a crazy person who they have a lot of trouble killing for some reason so you're just saying there's more interesting TV villains to watch than Michael Myers. He's just a yeah, it's just Michael Myers. It's just I know a guy. What you mean, but <laughs> he's iconic though. His mask is iconic. I just I've never understood the appeal of Halloween myself. No, fair because enough. Because he's just like a guy who's very quiet who they have a lot of trouble murdering. I'm going to be honest here. I don't even think I've seen any Halloween movies. What the fuck? <laughs> um, Why do you want to see this one if you haven't seen any movies? You don't even know what you're, what you're doing. Because I've just heard that it's really great. Apparently it's the best one ever. Well, that's fine, but you haven't seen any other ones, so how would you compare it to them? You don't need to really need to know a lot, though, do you? I mean, all it is is just a woman who's getting terrorised by a dude. Well, the it's original kind of, one was like there was a group and Jamie Lee Curtis is the one who survives. Yeah, yeah, she's like the surviving woman or whatever. Yeah, and then like, I think this one is like he escapes from the mental asylum that he's like trapped in and then he goes back to try to murder her. She's the first one who got away or whatever. Is I Know What You Did Last Summer a parody of Halloween? They're not parodies, they're, it's a different thing altogether because I Know What You Did Last Summer's like... But that's kind of a parody, it's not like a really serious But movie. then they turn it around and it's like their friends or whatever did it. Mm-hmm. That's more like, you killed this guy and now that guy's haunting you or whatever. Is that who you did last summer? Halloween, I'm pretty sure, is like the basic, like, you had sex, so you have to die type mm. thing. I'm interested. Well. Apparently, so it's produced by Jason Blum of, like, Blumhouse. Yeah. He produced Get Out, The Purge, and what's that other movie? I can't remember the other one. But he's basically, like, the number one name in horror films right now. Okay. So that just kind of increases the appeal for me. If you really want to go and see it for that many superficial reasons, <laughs> then we can. But you've got literally no investment and no idea. And you've just heard reviews. Like, I almost got sucked in by a review because they're, like... They have one of those flashing reviews in the ad that they forced down my throat. And it was, like... Not just a great horror movie, but a great movie. Dun, dun, dun. And I was like, oh, yeah, I saw that one. And too. you're like, oh, maybe. And then you're like, no, because it's going to be the same thing. You can't make Michael Myers more interesting because it's not interesting. <laughs> it is a crazy person in a particular mask that freaks people out, and that's it. All right, guess we'll be watching that on DVD. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll be watching it on DVD alone. And scaring myself shitless. Look, <laughs> I'll watch it when it comes out on Netflix, no problem. Yeah, okay. I'm not paying 30-something dollars to go and watch it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you can, 100%. I'm not going to go by myself. I'll no, be really scared. <laughs> Mate, even if, you do, even if you went with me, you wouldn't sleep for the next three days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that Michael Myers was breaking into our house every night. Yeah. You don't need that. And I don't fucking need that. Not for... Halloween. I understand that it's iconic and it's like basically set in the zeitgeist. I understand that. But it's not like interesting. It's just a crazy guy. Mm. No, sure. I understand what you're saying. That doesn't pique my interest at all. Does that mean that you Come think, at me, bro. Does that mean that you think that 
supernatural stuff is more scary than real people. The scariest thing is the thing that you don't see. So let's just put that out there. So what do you find... What's the scariest thing for you to watch? Like, something where you don't see the monster is the scariest thing. Like, always. Like, book. It's always the scariest thing. Because, like, the second you see the monster... Because, like, in those movies, until you see the monster, you're just pouring, like, your own fear into it. So it's sure. going to be, like... The fear is going to be perfectly aimed at you because you haven't seen it. And the second you see it, you're just like, oh, well, that's... Yeah. I guess. I think that's why it is so impactful because he like takes all these different forms depending on what you're afraid of but like if it came to me it he would just be it because i'm i'm afraid of clowns yeah but yeah i know what you mean it's like once you know what they look like you're not as scared anymore no yeah i mean i was way more scared of the 80s it than this one Mm. well i'd say when i originally watched it i was fucking terrified of the original one yeah but the thing is that it's like... It's <laughs> but I was a, a child. Yeah, it's a clown that attacks kids and only kids can see it. So they can't even like go to their parents and be like, there's a fucking clown! Yeah, Because yeah, they yeah. can't see it. And then it turns out that it's like a cockroach from outer space or some <laughs> shit. Like, it's... it's what? So <laughs> fucked. Yeah. No, that's interesting. No, I'm glad we talked about that because I, d- I really just had no idea what your view... You just like when I get annoyed about things. No, I just didn't know what your view was on Halloween or Michael Myers, so that was interesting. It's just like, for all the stuff that was created around that time, it's like the lowest level of thought went into it. Mm. It is crazy person with mask. Mm. And then like they fucking stab him in the face and like push him off buildings and stuff and he just doesn't die. Yeah, I reckon um, Freddy Krueger's like way more fucking scary. Well, that as an idea is fucking insane. (laughs) Because it's just like, oh, when you find out about it, that's when you die. And you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? And I literally dream every night, so... But it's like the whole Slenderman thing. So Slenderman came from, like... It's not really like a... a, Didn't start as, like, a guy in a suit that follows you around. It's just, like, you think that it's there, so you see it everywhere. Yeah. And then people go fucking apeshit crazy. And that's the scary part about it, is that it's a thing that you imagine... That's not actually there, but you see it everywhere because you're afraid of it. Mm. And then it turned into a thin man in a suit because... Why the, fuck, why the fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> they are bringing out a Slenderman movie. You knew that, didn't you? Yeah, I know. It looks terrible. Would you want to watch that or not? Really? Oh, fuck no. Slenderman would, scares the shit yeah, out of me, mate. Slenderman scares me too. Like, there's no way I'm watching <laughs> that shit. Yeah, fucking A. Like, I will legit start, like, hallucinating Slenderman. I avoid... Like, on the internet, I avoid everything Slenderman because I know that I'll just get, like wrapped up in it yeah because it's fucking insane because it the people scary actually part about, killed themselves about that yeah because slender man is the scary thing about slender man is that it's not real but it's real yeah yeah it's real it has been real to some people and yeah. they have literally killed themselves because of it it's fucking insane yeah so the second i'd like to go to the cinema and watch people because the second that like the screen goes a bit fuzzy and it makes that noise i want to see how many people just fucking leave because yeah. like it'd be a lot of people are just like nope nope thought I could do this fuck this shit fuck it I'm out of here <laughs> fucking gone alright let's move on to our music news so this will be a little bit about what we've been doing oh hell yeah said. so last Thursday so it was a week ago now we went to go see Deez Nuts again in your mouth <laughs> killing it we've seen them a few times now maybe five or six I'd say yeah it's always good um, whenever they tour, we always buy tickets because we just love them. It's always cheap and at good, like, small venues, so it's, like, real personal and they just always put on a sick show. Yeah. 
And they've also introduced us to a few good other bands previously, like Void of Vision. Yeah, yeah. And this time we thought we'd give the support acts a go as well and like have a listen to them before we went to the show to see if we were interested. And we came across this band called Dreg. They were they played just before Dee's Nuts, so I guess they were like the main headliner, the main um, support. And we watched a couple of their music videos on YouTube and they were pretty fucking cool. Yep. You want to talk a bit about what we saw? So my view of Dreg is like, Dee's Nuts is just about, yeah, drink and smoke weed, do coke and like fuck pills and get crazy. And Dreg is like that if you replaced all of that with doing shrooms all the time. <laughs> because it's just like, the guy in between each song is just like, this song is about when you like take off your skull and you drill into your brain and you take all the good things and the bad things about you and you push them out into the universe and use them as a source for good and then the song's <laughs> called like fuck you or something like, <laughs> and it's just like yeah exactly it was fucking crazy but their songs are really good oh yeah but they look like two at least two bands that have just been smashed together so half of them wear masks <laughs> and half of them don't yeah they've got three vocalists so you got like the main one, and then the guy who plays bass who does like their dirty vocals, and he's fucking insanely good. But he does very like very rare vocals. And then you got the guy who does like the yelling, and he wore like a hockey mask the whole time. We couldn't hear him, but his vocals are also like pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, I think when it gets recorded, they must um turn him up a lot because I feel like even if he didn't have the mask on he'd still be very quiet yeah but he's not like he's not singing or anything he's just like yeah and you're just like there's no real like technique to how he's doing anything no (laughs) so he's not great and he doesn't do anything else I think he played he played bass didn't he no he just stood there oh the other singer played bass yeah Yes, I don't. I don't really understand why he's like in the band. To be honest, no offense to Drake. Like, maybe he's just been there from the start, and they're really good friends. And I don't know. I don't know why he's there. I would really prefer if he wasn't in the band, and they got. Well, maybe he should just learn to play bass, and then he can play bass, and then the other guy can come front, and then two singers. Do you know what I mean? But he still want to sing backup. Well, that's fine. He can do that, but just in the background. <laughs> I sound so dog. Anyway, the the main song that I wanted to talk about was their new one, which is called Return of the Dreg. Yeah. This was the first music video we watched. And it was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. I really liked how there was a lot of humour to it. They don't take themselves seriously. Well, like, yeah, the drummer's on his phone, like, the whole, almost the whole music video. Yeah. Like, they have the bit where they're, like, looking into the camera seriously in the smoke and it, like, pans out and the guy's just standing behind everybody on the phone just having a chat. They're just, like, taking the piss out of hardcore bands and how they take all their band photos, like, looking all really serious, you know, with, like, mist and, like, weird lighting. Yeah. They also do, like, a scene where it's just a white room and they're all playing instruments in the same outfit, just taking the piss out of other bands. Wearing their own merch. Yeah drag music just like on their on their black jumpers they were selling those at the gig we should have got one it is not the time to buy a jumper uh, I know I just regret not I always regret not buying more merch when I'm at shows because then I go to on the internet and I try to buy merch and it's like way more expensive we bought the CD yeah we got the CD Helped it was them out. cool 
It was only like ten dollars. It was five dollars. Oh, five dollars. Yeah. Shit. I mean, it's an EP, but it's like not. I don't know. It's longer than an EP, but shorter than a full it's got like length. Like eight or nine songs on it. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty good. But yeah, I like that the start of the video. The main singer guy who does like the rap kind of vocals, very D's nuts kind of vocals. It's very D's nuts. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't surprised they was pulling D's nuts because they've got kind of a similar sound. It's new wave hardcore apparently. That's what they've dubbed it. Yeah. But I don't even know if that's an actual genre. No, they think it's just they've just made it up. They've made up. Yeah. But he comes out and he starts his vocals and then there's like a little bit of a like break in the in the um, lyrics and he just starts making out like with this other dude yeah who's kind of dressed in drag like half in drag and it's just like Josh and I were both just like whoa we weren't expecting that and I read like an interview afterwards he was sort of joking about doing that in the video and everyone was like yeah you should just do it and he just wanted to kind of like put it out there and like get his like sexuality out there and kind of weed out any homophobe people that were listening to their music yeah basically just like in your face if you don't like it, fuck off kind of thing. That's all you got to do. Yeah, it's. I really respect that. I think it's fucking awesome. Like, you don't see that in hardcore music at all. No. So it was really cool. But yeah, awesome video, awesome music. They killed it on stage. Yeah, they did. Really good atmosphere. Everyone was getting into it. I don't think a lot of people really knew them, but there was a small little crowd at the front who seemed to know all the words and that. And um, doing, like two-step and shit they kept trying to get people to do two-step i don't even know how to do it you guys who are listening probably don't even know what it is do you you know what it is can you explain what it is it's sort of like swinging your arms in sort of like a small windmill and then you're sort of like kicking trying to kick your own shins but not really and then just try not to fall over so like a cross kick yeah your own legs out from under you type thing I can visualize it, but I can't do it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fuck! Not... It looks fucking dumb. Like I don't understand. It it's looks not even dumb. like it doesn't even look cool or fun or anything. It just looks weird. But it's just an effective way to dance to that kind of beat. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that was a really sick gig. I loved it. It was at Workers Club. It's very small. It was fucking hot in there. It was, yeah, but that's how D's Nuts like it. Sweat and balls. JJ fucking loves it when people are, like, right there. Yeah. Like, they're, like, falling over, like, each other and him and shit. He looked so happy. It made made me feel so good. Oh, my God, you should talk about how you spoke to him. You know, (laughs) well, Workers Club is very small, so it has a very small bathroom. So the men's bathroom has one urinal and one, like, stall. And, of course, the this is the kind of place it is. The sign that says men's and the sign that says women's are, like printed out on an A4 piece of paper and then that piece of paper is cut in half to separate men's and women's and then they're just blue tacked to the wall just a little bit too high for drunk people to pull it down (laughs) so that's the kind of place it is so I'm in line waiting to go to the bathroom and JJ comes up to me and he's just like oh always waiting and I'm just like yeah this we're at a pub like this is always what it's like and the poor guy who was at the urinal does a small turnaround and realises that JJ's there (laughs) And then the poor guy just cannot go to the bathroom for ages. And JJ and I just stand there and we're just looking at each other and we're looking at this guy and we're looking at each other and we're looking at this guy and we're just like, oh. And then somebody comes up behind him and he's just like, starts talking to him and I'm like, okay. And the guy finally finishes because he realizes JJ's not watching him anymore. 
and then I was just like yeah you go first mate you got shit to do and he's like oh thanks man like so good and I was like whatever and I just told him to have fun and he looked like he did have fun yeah so and it was funny because like I was standing right next to the door where you go into the band room and I saw JJ kind of like walk really fast past. Yeah. And then you came out and I was like, oh, I think they're about to start. Like JJ just walked past and you're like, yeah, I'll let him go to the toilet in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they literally came on stage like about 30 seconds after that. Yeah, they were like 15, 20 minutes early. Yeah. But probably just so they could play like extra bits that they wanted to do. Mm. And they played quite a lot, which was cool. I liked how he made a comment about people shouting out at him. There's that girl who's oh, like, yeah. play sex sells, and he's like, I don't, I don't play that anymore. Have you read the lyrics to that? It's fucking terrible. I don't believe <laughs> that anymore. I'm not going to sing that song. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah, JJ. God damn. Yeah, a lot of their old songs were like very, very sexist. Oh, yeah. But now he's got a daughter and his girlfriend is pregnant. So I think he sort of has grown up a bit. Oh, yeah. And he realizes that how he sort of disrespected women wasn't the right thing to do. So. Yeah, so he's like making a change. Yeah, he's, he's like, like oh, I, don't, gonna, I don't do that. Yeah, I'm not going to sing sing those songs anymore. I was yeah. like, oh, mad respect, man. Fucking good on you, mate. Yeah. No, he's a good dude. All right. Last piece of general news is game news. Is it really a game? It is a game. <laughs> it's the best game. The best game. Guys, what's the best game? I play Pokemon Go every day. Pokemon Go every day. <laughs> so, that's embarrassing. I'll probably cut out the fact that you can't get the rhythm right, no matter how many times I play this song to you. <laughs> I hate it. Exactly. So, Kate's been playing Pokemon Go, like, three years too late. Yeah. I think it came out in 2015 or 2016. It was really big in 2016. Yeah. I never played it back then. I think I was kind of in a bit of a mindset like, ah, oh, I'm not going to play that. I only play the real Pokemon games because I was, you know, like playing on DS or whatever. But I've had a little bit of downtime lately. And yeah, I downloaded Pokemon Go, started playing it, and now I'm freaking addicted. Well, yeah, that's what usually happens to you. I love it. It's so good. I was so excited because today I managed to get a Gengar. Favorite Pokemon, yo? My favorite Pokemon. Well, Gengar and also like Eevee and all the evolutions. But everyone loves all the evolutions, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're making whatever. Let's go Pikachu and yeah. Let's go Eevee. Yeah. Like those are the two games. They're really trying to push Eevee now. Like it's always been a big thing, but they're trying to like make Eevee the next Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. I think we spoke about that, or did I just talk to you about that in our own time? Well, I feel like Max spoke about that while oh, I was did he? there, and you just. I feel just... like Max is part of our family for some reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm regurgitating Max Mofo stuff. Like, yeah, like he actually told me about it personally. Yeah. I spent $70 on Max Mofo merch today. I'm not surprised. I don't think I told you how much it cost. I'm not surprised that one hat and one shirt cost $70. Can you guess how much the hat cost? Well, you're talking 70 So mm-hmm. maybe like 30 $20 for the hat and $50 for the shirt? No. Or does this include postage? This includes postage. I had to pay like $8 postage, I think. I, I think it was actually Perth. $77. Yeah. Okay. So the hat was $40. What? 
Yeah, the hat was forty dollars, and the shirt, and the was, shirt $30. was thirty dollars, and I paid seven dollars shipping. So it what cost the fuck seven seventy seven dollars. Holy shit! Yeah, how does the hat cost more than the shirt? I don't know. It might fuck. it might, must just cost a lot more to get shit printed on hats. It's not even a snapback hat. It's just a I fucking it, baseball cap. I think it's embroidered though, so that might. Well, they're both embroidered, aren't they? Yeah, I can't really remember. I just saw them and I was like, yeah, it's neat. <laughs> didn't even care about the price. I actually wanted to get this bundle. It was a bundle that had the hat, the shirt, and like a Polaroid of Kevin, his Aww. dog, that um, Max signed. Oh, sweet. Yeah, but there was only a hundred of them. I went on there literally, I think it was about 18 minutes after he posted that the merch was up and, and they'd gone. sold out. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So they must have sold out in like the first 10 minutes. Yeah. That's how you make money, Max. Mm. You motherfucker. Yeah. So I'm really upset we didn't get the bundle, but oh well. We got the hat and the shirt. Very good festival pieces, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Once we get our shameless self-promotion shirts made. Yeah, we're going to get some merch, but not for you guys, for us. Yep. To just wear around. We need it. Man, I went off on a tangent. You always do. Anyway, Pokemon Go. Yeah, I'm going to go out this weekend. I need to get into some gyms and shit because I haven't really had a chance to do a lot of that. So we have bit the bullet. We've got a proper version of Premiere to make these fucking videos because mm. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> and what I've been trying to get out for like two weeks took me exactly 18 seconds. <laughs> it fucking did it on startup. Got the right version. Pumping shit out. So this weekend we're going to work fucking hard. We're going to get this podcast ready for Halloween so yep. this should be out Halloween day we're gonna make some videos this weekend we're gonna film some shit we're gonna get a project we've been trying to get off the ground off the ground for ages mm. we're gonna do it it's gonna get did I've been in so your face. I've been seriously so inspired this week I don't know what's going on but I've been so inspired I had all these ideas for videos and so yeah we're having like a shut-in weekend I'm calling it a creative shut-in that's pretty cool. That's the thing that people do. So that's shut in. That's what I'm a lock in. A lock where in. Where we're actually going to go to the park for a bit sometimes. Yeah, I'm going to go to the park so I can catch some Pokemon. We have made no plans. We have cancelled all plans. Mm -hmm. Sounds fucking great. <laughs> but also, we've got to work. So. Yeah, but it'll be fun work. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm pumped. You became addicted to Max Mofo, then you became addicted to Pokemon cards, and now you're playing Pokemon Go. That's the story. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm just addicted to Pokemon, okay? Like, whatever. Oh, I should be getting my um, booster box. New booster box soon. Holy shit! It comes out on the second of the second of November. Is that next week? <laughs> Holy shit! Let me look at my calendar. Well, from today it'd be next week, wouldn't it? Oh, it's next Friday, so it will get sent out on Friday. So I probably won't get it till the week after. Well, that's alright. Oh yeah. Oh, but then don't we have a public holiday? Yeah, we have on the a public six, holiday on the fifth and si uh, the, well, the sixth is the public holiday, and the and fifth I, we, we took Monday off. off. Yeah, so maybe I won't even get it till the seventh. Oh, I shouldn't have pre. No, I should have pre-ordered it because I got it for a good price. So. Well, you're not going to get it early if you don't pre-order it. No, I only paid one hundred and fifty dollars. That's fuck good. I'm really expecting it to show up and just be like fucking, I don't know, wood shavings in a box or some shit. If it's fake cards, like, I'll be able to get my money back, so it's fine. Because I bought it on eBay. Fuck yeah. And he's a reputable, reputable seller, so it's fine. Hopefully. <laughs> Alright. We sped through in a 
clean 40 minutes, so... That's very quick for us, actually. Well, yeah. Should we take a quick break? If you want to take a quick break, let's do it. We'll be right back, guys, after these lack of messages. (laughs) And we're back. How many Pokemon did you catch in that break? None. (laughs) What the fuck? What are you doing? I caught a bottle of wine. Oh, that's pretty good. That's what I caught. They should make a Pokemon like that. Call him, like, Wino or something. That's a terrible name for a Pokemon. Wino? Sounds like a homeless person. (laughs) Just you wait. Like, literally, like, two generations away, they'll start making, like, alcoholic beverage Pokemon. Jesus. Jack. Yeah. (laughs) Jacko. Alright, the first show we're going to talk about is this Curious Creations with... I already said it. Catherine McGowan. McConnell or something. (laughs) Whatever her fucking name is. So why did we watch this? So it just came up on our Netflix and I thought, oh, this could be interesting. It seemed, it's cooking show. It's also supposed to be like dark Mm. and like creepy. So I thought, oh yeah, that'll probably be right up our alley. Was it right up our alley? Kate? No. (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) I thought it looked really interesting as well. Just from, like, the thumbnail, basically. Yeah. That's why I wanted to watch it, because the thumbnail looked cool. The woman looked kind of, like, attractive and interesting, and... I just thought it was going to be, like, a straight baking show. Yeah. Where she just, like, baked kind of creepy confectionery. Yeah. I would have preferred that, to be honest. Yes, because what is it really? It's a weird sitcom-y thing (laughs) about a woman and... A zombie raccoon who's dumb and fat and a reincarnated cat mummy and a werewolf. And then she doesn't actually make anything. She just, like, decorates shit. But, like, way too much. Like, way more than you would. And all the instructions are fucking dumb. Like, when she built the house, she's like, oh, you start with uh, some this-by-this sheet cakes and then you cut them in half. And then you cut them in half lengthways, and then you stack them with buttercream, and then um, you've got this, and then she's just got this fucking huge house, and she's like, and then you, um, you've got this, and you're like, are you fucking joking? Where's all the steps? Yeah, she doesn't explain anything. She hasn't done anything. And then she's just like, oh, and then, um, then it's time to do all your patterns, and then the cake is fucking covered in shit, and she's just like, yeah, so, uh, that's pretty much what you want it to look like, and you're like, are you fucking joking me? You haven't shown me how to do anything. And then she's just like, oh, if you want to do the pattern, like, just try repeating it on the board first. And then, like, if you make any mistakes, like, it's cake, so it's fine. And you're just like, bitch, you fucking joking me. Hers is, like, 100% accurate yeah. as well. Well, like, when she makes... So she makes... First episode, she makes... How many things does she make? Three. She makes three things. Yeah. So she makes bones, mm-hmm. right? And the bones are, like, it's a pretzel with like this dough that she makes out of peanut butter and then she freezes it and then she shaves it and then she freezes it and then she puts it in chocolate and then she puts it in the fridge and she takes it and she shaves it again until it looks like a bone and then she fucking spray paints the fucking thing to look like a bone. That's... No! And there's so much waste everywhere. Like. But she also framed that recipe as something to make for a late night guest. Yes. And it literally took her about... It would make... It would take like six hours to make. Yeah, she's like, oh, uh, midnight's not a time to get lazy. Make things until 6am. And it's just like pretzels and... Fu- just get a pretzel and some peanut butter. Fucking dip the pretzel in the peanut butter and eat it. Yeah, I know. Like, I d- <laughs> who needs this? I think if... Are they supposed to be recipes that you're I don't think to you're follow? supposed to do them. 
I don't think I think it like it's painted like you're supposed to do them but then she does them and you're like I'm not fucking doing that like so the third thing she makes is Rice Krispie werewolves yeah, right? yeah and that's like that seems accessible right but then she puts like she gets shaved coconut and she puts individual bits of <laughs> coconut on the thing For to fur. make it look like a werewolf fur like are you what the fuck <laughs> There's Nobody's no, going to do that. There's no denying that the stuff she makes looks really great, but no one else would be able to make them unless you're a professional pastry chef. Exactly. So it's basically just, here I am, look how fucking good I am. Mm. Like, I don't, I, no. So, so it makes <laughs> me feel like even though it's framed as a cooking show, you're supposed to be more focused on the actual like story of it. I think you're just supposed to be focused on the finished product and how like good she is at doing it. How good it is. And then also like the weird story that's going on. The story is so weird. So the story is like a werewolf comes to live with this woman in her mansion. It's also noticeably too bright for the way that they've like framed it out to be. It's not yeah. like dark because you have to be able to see because she's making cake. So they want you to like see it. But it's just too bright. Like for what they're like, oh, it's down dark and creepy and ooh, but everything's really well lit. Far too well lit. Yeah. I hate the characters that are with her but it falls into the Zumbo trap where like all this crazy shit is happening and like it's so over the top and like the sets and like the characters and the costumes and then she's boring as fuck she's got no personality yeah, at I know all what you mean. it's like a fucking piece of cardboard making cake I hate the raccoon character that was oh, my so least favourite shit. is it a raccoon? yeah it's a raccoon that got squashed in a garbage compactor and then she sewed it back together and the joke is about that character that just eats a lot of food. And she's dumb. And she smells bad. The best character's probably the cat, just because it's like a typical cat that's just like, fuck everyone. Yeah, but it's just... I was... I used to be in the tomb of a pharaoh. It's just it's Like a mummified cat. I like that character. That was the only character I liked. The rest of them were shit. Yeah, but it's not a good character. It's just a good character in that... It's like a replica, Area. yeah, a replica of Salem, like a good, yeah. a replica of a good character. Yeah, and it's surrounded by shit characters. I kind of enjoyed watching it, the show. I've got to say, so cringe. But it was fucking. All the parts of it individually were bad. It's supposed to be creepy, but it's not. All the stuff that she makes are way too over the top. You'd never, ever, ever do it. And she makes it sound so simple. She's got zero personality, but all the things are like over the top. And then, like, the cake thing. That was my favourite part. <laughs> she, The joke is that she made two of these fucking cakes. <laughs> it would have literally taken 24 hours to make one of those cakes. Yeah, the raccoon knocks over the cake and she's like, lucky I always make a backup. Like, no, you fucking did not. No way. <laughs> but, you know, someone would have had to make those. Someone made those cakes. So someone made the first cake to push it over. Unless it's just like a piece of cardboard decorated, which it probably is. It probably, probably, yeah, it probably is. They probably didn't make the cakes, but they would have still had to decorate cardboard or foam or whatever. Yeah. There's probably someone like this that you've got in front of your microphones. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I liked uh, Job's commentary on it. He's like, I wish... Oh, so yeah, you've watched it twice. You... I've watched it twice. We watched it together and you watched it with Job. So what did Job have to say? So Job's commentary, the main thing that I found funny was that he said, imagine being the guy who does the puppet for the raccoon. And then you go home and your wife is like, what did you do today, honey? And he's like, oh, I slapped the cake. <laughs> God, it was fucking, oh my God. I could see where they were coming from and that hurt me a lot. You know what I mean? It could like have been somebody, cool. On paper, the idea is fucking great. Yeah, I agree. But there's no actual 
cooking or helpful advice or anything. Stuff just is just done. So she's just like, all you've got to do is like sort of do this and then and then you've got a giant fuck off cake and then it's fully decorated and it's fully coloured and it's got all the accessories. And you're like, when? When did that happen? And then she's like, oh, we'll just chuck it back in the chiller. And you're like, so you've got a fridge in this bitch that's big enough. With an octopus in it. Two ca- yeah, and an octopus. octopus in it. <laughs> and also fits two of these house cakes. Are you fucking joking me? Ugh. All the jokes are really laboured and lame. Yeah. She's got no personality. Everything else is too crazy. It's too bright. They don't actually show you anything. It's literally like, here's a weird story and watch this professional like pastry, pastry yeah. decorator decorate shit. She must be like a famous chef or something and she's never actually done... Like She's obviously got TV presence, right? So she might have done cooking shows before, but that's completely different to doing like an actual fiction show where you have to act. Do you and think it, she's got she, TV presence? Because she's well, like, even when she's cooking, she's not doing anything. I don't know. I could see her being better in a cooking show. I in feel, a straight cooking show. I feel nothing coming from her. Like nothing. Like if you were like, oh yeah, she's, she's pretty strange. Um, yeah. If you said to me like, oh, she's supposed to be like that. Like she's acting that way because she's supposed to be like a, a soulless husk. I'd be like, oh, okay. Now the character makes sense. But it's not. It's just her. <laughs> and she doesn't have much personality. It's so weird. In such a wild environment. But, but like, you know what the weird thing is? Like, because I posted about the show on our Instagram and I sort of asked like, oh, like, has anyone seen this? We watched it. We thought it was fucking weird. And I had a couple of people come back to me saying like, yeah, I loved it. It was so interesting. Creep, like not creepy, but just like weird and interesting kind of thing. Okay. So we live in the YouTube generation, right? And I love YouTube. Right? We love weird shit, but this is a different kind of weird. But it's like you get some sort of like dopamine rush from seeing how good this stuff looks. Oh yeah, right. No doubt. And that is the main appeal. So it's like here's a dumb story with dumb characters. Oh, I hate them. Maybe it's a bit niche because like the characters are so stupid and shit. And then it's just like here's all the dopamine because look at how good this bone looks. Look at how good this cake looks. Look at how good these werewolves look. And I think that's all it is. I think it's just like if you cut each one of those things into one block. So you had like the start of the show and then she makes the bone and then that's the end. And then you have the next bit of the show and then she makes like the cake and that's, and the werewolves and that's the end. And then like, and you put those out as a web series, it would go fucking bananas crazy good. That's what I think. I would be much more interested to see it a straight cooking show. Yeah. But no, no, I mean like if you did exactly the same, but they just cut it differently and put it on YouTube. Yeah, maybe. Be incredibly successful. Incredibly successful because it's in the right realm and it'd be like the right thing and it, it's in the right place to do something experimental like that. Netflix for thirty minutes. Mm. Like one and done, mate. One and fucking done. <laughs> yeah, about halfway through I was like, Oh my god, how much longer is there to go with this? Yeah. And we were only halfway through and I was like, Oh my god. So I can fix it for you. Every time she makes something, cut it. Make it two episodes, put it on YouTube. Mm. Boom. You'll find a way bigger audience who's way more interested will watch it way more times. Because it literally is not a cooking show. Like when she makes the, the dough for the uh, peanut butter, she doesn't even tell you how what quantities. No. She just points at the things and then she's like, and then it looks like this. And you're like, no, fuck it. Ugh. Even Maddie Matheson fucking tells you the average, like the regular amounts. I love Maddie. Maddie's fucking crazy. And he just sort of like throws things. But at least he tries to help you out. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I would much rather watch Maddie Matheson any day of the week. 
If you don't know Maddie Matheson, fucking go and watch it. So he's got two shows that are dead set on life and like made in Canada or something, and they're where he goes around and he does stuff, right? And they're okay. But get on to like his YouTube videos of him cooking stuff. Munchies. Munchies. Mumbai Munchies and Supper Time, where he actually cooks. He's in his fucking element. He is hilarious. <laughs> and all the food is fucking sick. Like, you'd never make it because you would just die if you ate it. <laughs> but he's fucking great. Yeah, that's a chef with personality. That is a show that we need now. That's a show that people want now. It's fucking good. Did dinosaurs exist? Does God exist? I don't know. All I know, lemon meringue pie is delicious. That's it. Stop asking me about the fucking hard questions, guys. Fuck ISIS. I'm Maddie Madison. And then we've got this. Here's a story about a raccoon and a cat and a werewolf and a woman with no personality and an extremely long face who makes decorate, doesn't make, decorates cakes and shit. So I've just found out, like I, I just had a quick look at the IMDb. It's got a 7.7 out of 10, by the way. Which yeah, I could see how it would be like a really popular cult. show in like, yeah, yeah, cult. Like a cult thing. But that's only from about uh, a thousand reviews. So not a lot of people are watching this, but the people that are watching it and rating it are rating it high. So you got to think like how many people are going to get past one episode. It's like we watch one and we're like, oh, I can see what they're trying to do. They're try-. But it's like they're trying to make a cult show. You know what I mean? Mm, definitely. It's not going to appeal to a wide audience at no. all. But I also mean like, it's really obvious when you try to make a cult show. Yeah, these so you days, you don't yeah. know if people are just like, oh, this show's going to be a cult show, so I've got to love it because then I'll be cool because yeah. it'll be cult. Yeah, I've got to be one of the first people to like it. Yeah, but it's just like, no, things are cult because they're different and lots of people like them, mm. not because it's weird and doesn't make sense, but you think that it's going to be cult because of the way they present it to you, which is what it is. It's like made to be a cult thing. You can tell, and it's really, I don't want to say insulting, it's so blatantly obvious that I dislike it for that reason, mm. separately. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. If you try to make it loved by a certain group, like overly loved by a certain group, try to make it cult, but it's written and filmed mm. and everything is done like it's supposed to be yeah. cult. And if it you loses the authenticity. It's got no authenticity yeah. at all. But if you bung that shit on YouTube, I probably would have watched it for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> but if you tell me that it's a cooking show that goes for 30 minutes and that's what you give me... Yeah. It's weird. Fuck you. Very, <laughs> very, very strange choice. But apparently... So on this IMDb page, it says that this Christine McConnell woman, she's very prominent on social media... I'm assuming Instagram because that's kind of a good media. Oh, so she she's like an she's Instagram. social media star. Okay. This is what I made. Watch me make this thing. Apparently, she's got hundreds of thousands of social media followers, and she specialises in like creepy edible stuff. So, so that's why they've made this show. But from that, it sounds like she's a social media star. She's in no way, shape, or form made to be on camera. No. Like a video camera. No. She's she's a, she's a very good-looking woman. I can understand why she would become popular on I social would have media. To not disagree hard, but not agree with you on that. She's not like conventionally beautiful, but like there's something about her that's very interesting, and I can see why she would become popular on social media because it is a little bit of a niche thing to make like creepy edible things she's quite interesting looking i can see why she'd be a social media star yeah that's fine like i would probably go on her instagram and love it but 
I don't think she should have been given this show. But that's what Netflix is doing now, though. They're just like green light, green light, green light, green light. So they use. I feel like they used to be quite good and selective with what they made, but they seem to be really just pumping out a lot of stuff now that I don't wholly agree with. You got to understand, and I don't think that they quite get it that things are successful in certain areas. So yeah, yeah. not everything is going to be great as a TV show. Yeah. Just leave it alone sometimes. But they've got to try, you know what I mean? But that's they've what got doing. the money. They want to be a network, mm. not just like an app. That's what we're doing. You know, for example, YouTube, how they've got YouTube Red now. And YouTube personalities are getting TV shows. Yeah, but they're all shit apparently. Yeah, I haven't watched anything because I don't... I don't have YouTube Red. But, well, no, yeah, I don't want to pay for that. But, like, Logan Paul has his own show. YouTuber Poppy has her own show. It's a thing now to make social media people. And even, like, YouTubers have gotten spots on, like, Disney Channel and stuff like that. Or, like, in teen shows. But YouTube is making full shows with YouTubers that are popular based on YouTube algorithms. It makes a bit more sense, yeah. So you're talking about, like, shows like... For adults with people who are popular because kids watch them on repeat all day long. But kids could get a YouTube Red subscription. Yeah, but the shows that they're making aren't for kids. Oh, a lot okay. Of them. I don't so really know like what they're weird, about. Yeah. The, a few that I've seen the ads for are not for kids at all, but mm. they star YouTube celebrities who are only famous because kids watch their videos. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know what they're trying to do <laughs> There's there. There's no logic there. No. And also, you're. you're putting your money in the wrong fucking basket because these are just people they're not like celebrities they're not actors they're just people who make videos in their house and shit so they fuck up all the time and you've put money in to make a real show and you've just got to pull it because the person you decided to have in it is a total fuckwit which could happen so fast yeah that happens all the time you know that that happened to Logan Paul's show. It got it got pulled. Yeah, as it fucking should. Yeah. yeah, it's back now, but it got pulled for a while. Yeah. Also, I think PewDiePie had a PewDiePie had a show, and that got pulled for a while because he did something controversial. Yeah, he it's wore a Nazi again. uniform. It's back again now. Said the M word. So yeah, I mean, these these guy guys, YouTubers. I shouldn't specify by gender because there's some pretty fucked up female YouTubers as well. I f- I feel like the term guys is just like a group yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. see it as like a gendered thing, but yeah. yeah, go on. They're constantly doing controversial shit because that's what gets them views, right? Yeah. But then YouTube, if they've got an actual show that they're investing in, if they do this controversial thing, they have to pull it. So it's just like, they're constantly like pulling and relaunching shows like every fucking month. Yeah. It's insane. I don't think that everything should be segregated, but you've got to think about it. Don't just throw money at things hoping that they'll pay off. You know what I mean? Well, they probably do. They, oh, they 100% do. That's that's why we had that's why we came up with this fucking show. That's why Logan Paul they made some like fucking sci-fi show with Logan Paul. Yeah, I don't really know what it's about, but it looks fucking terrible. The PewDiePie one's called Scare PewDiePie. I don't know what that is. That's the thing that he's making though. He's in charge of that. Oh, okay. And it's, it's just like people show. try to yeah, yeah. Tri- people try to freak him out. Mm, weird. Yeah. No, anyway, we shouldn't talk about these fucking people. They're shit. We could be one. <laughs> We could very well come out and do some fucked up shit, fuck up our lives. No, we can't. We fucking... We don't do We're that. good people, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you want to be a huge social media star, you have to do kind of fucked up shit. 
We're not going to do any fucking To get shit. the attention. But also, those people who are in that spotlight then, they start in the spotlight when they're like Kids. 20. Yeah. And then they're like, hello, 20-year-old, here's $6 million. And they're just like, I don't have to listen to fucking anybody. And now... No, the poor, they the, can't develop like proper skills. The Paul brothers became famous when they were heaps younger than that. Yeah, exactly. But they were, they were like, like fourteen Channel and sixteen and shit like that. Something. And they were like viners, and mm. so they had kids being like, "Oh my god, you're hilarious!" for years, and then they were given money, and then they're just like, "Everybody loves me, and now I'm rich." So fuck you. I'm gonna do whatever I want. It's I'm gonna every film day, a. Bro. I'm gonna film a dead body and put it on the internet. Fuck that, man. Yeah, exactly. Cause they and that's not like a they're fucked up. That's just like a they're fucked up because of the situation. Yeah. So they haven't been forced to like go and work a terrible dirt shit job, get an, a higher education so you don't have to work a dirt shit job, and like deal with humans. <laughs> it's the dad, Greg Paul. Don't talk about Greg. Just Greg Paul is the brain. I'm just saying. Let it go. Let just Greg saying. go. The man lives in a school bus He's a and has been creep. accused of sexually assaulting underage girls. And he lives in a school bus. He's a fucking creep. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Let's get back on track. I think, unless you have anything else to say about Curious Creations general discussion... Like I said, if it was a YouTube video, I would watch it. Mm, agree. If it was on Instagram and she was like, look at this shit I made, I would watch that. Mm. 100%. As a 30-minute show on Netflix, you told me it was a cooking show, go fuck yourself. Yeah, we're not about it. So should we do some ratings? I don't... I don't know. We can do characters and stuff because it, it does have characters. Yeah. So, so, yeah, let's go characters first. What would you rate the characters in this show? A two. I fucking hate them all. So she's got no personality. She's not a character. She's just there. I hate the raccoon because she's terrible. I don't really give a shit about the cat, but his whole thing is just to make fun of the raccoon. And then the werewolf doesn't do anything. Mm. I'd probably say about it too as well. And the two is just because of the cat, because I kind of enjoy the cat. Yeah, But so I don't like any other characters. They're shit. So two. What's um, next? <laughs> what's next? I guess we can go like look, overall look of it. It is too bright. Like the sets look great. And the puppets look, like, creepy in the way that they're obviously trying to be, like, a bitch. Yeah, I didn't mind all stuff. that stuff. That was okay. But it's too bright, man. I understand they want you to, like, see the cakes and shit, but it's too bright. It's too, like, happy and shit. Mm. So it doesn't doesn't work. So I'd say, like, a five. That's what I was going to say. Five. Yeah. It looks good, but it's not Because it actually looks kind of cool. Yeah. I like all the sets. The house looks interesting. Like, it's very detailed. Yeah. There's all, like, old dusty artifacts everywhere, and I like that. There's, like, a fire, big armchairs. But, like, none of it's creepy or... It doesn't create, like, a mood or anything. It's just there because that's what was on the set. You know what I mean? I feel like I did feel a little bit of a mood from it, and that's why I'm giving it a five. Okay. Yeah. I felt no mood. <laughs> it literally felt like a dressed set to me. My mood was cringe. Yeah. <laughs> 100% cringe. All right, what else do we have? Plot. Plot of the sort of side story of the cooking. So the plot is that a werewolf lives with them now. And the other two creatures that live in the house are jealous and they want to kill it. How interesting. It really doesn't entice me to want to know what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't really care. Now I it's just like a, a housemate thing. Yeah. I don't care. Like a... One. One. Yeah. yeah. We've been very agreeable on this. We don't usually agree with all these different ratings. Yep. 
Yeah, I don't care. As I said before, I would probably prefer if it was a straight sitcom or if it was a straight cooking show. Because if it was a straight sitcom, you could just avoid it entirely. Yeah, and if it was a straight <laughs> cooking show, I'd be like, sweet. Like, I'd probably be way more interested in it. Oh, yeah. So I'm not interested in any kind of plot. So, yeah, one. And what else is there? I think just well, there's costuming. Overall, yeah, but... The puppets look shit. What does she wear? She wears like a little fucking 50s housewife yeah, okay. Thing. So she kind of looks a little bit old-fashioned. Everything kind of old-fashioned-y, horror-y. Yeah. What do you but call it? Like film noir. Like, yeah, because it's like horror, but she's like 50s. Yeah, it's a bit strange. It's very, very clashy, but I mean, it makes sense because her personality clashes with all the other crazy shit that's going on. Everything so. clashes. It's just fucking weird. It's crazy. Yeah. So let's let's do an overall rating then and okay. get this, this wrapped up. Okay. I... I hate that it's trying to be cult, yeah. but I understand 100% that if it was on YouTube and cut up in the right way, I would probably be subscribed. So, like a six? Ooh. You can give it like a four, right? Yes. Yeah. I, was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking four. I understand where you're coming from, but I, I really didn't think about it in that way until you said it on the podcast, so... I'm going by my rating before I'd thought about it properly and I'm going to give it a four. That's fair. you got to stick with your instincts, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to watch any more of this. Are you going to watch any more of this? I mean, probably not. I mean, there's way more shit to watch than this. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see the stuff that she makes, but I'd rather follow her on Instagram. Exactly. This might be quite a good advertisement for her Instagram account. <laughs> but that's it. That's about it. And that's money goes straight in her pocket. Netflix doesn't get any of that. She doesn't give a shit if we wouldn't enjoy this. No. She is making the big bucks. Fucking A. Alright, let's wrap that one up. And next thing. Was that a cut? Yeah. The next show that we watched was The Haunting of Hill House. We, we just finished it. Yes, we just watched it before we started recording. Why did we watch this? Because Netflix has been pushing it like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It has also had a whole lot of buzz. I've seen a lot about it on the internet, people saying that it's a, a very good horror show, quite creepy. Lots of people at my work have been talking about it, and everyone's watching it. That's why we watched it. <laughs> so people won't shut up about it. Yeah, it's just, yeah, there's so much buzz. What is your opening statement about this show? I'm very interested to know what you think about this, because I think we might have a little bit of a different take. Okay. You really like American Horror Story? Yes. So you really like series about horror? Yes. I don't really feel like it works or it has the same impact on me as it does on you. Because you're building to this thing and they're giving you hints and that's how they make horror shows. It's just like, here's a little bit. They give you like a little bit every time. They're just like, here's a bit of horror and then next one. And here's a bit of horror and next one. And I don't care that much about it it looks like it could be interesting but it's literally a haunted house so you would literally just be watching it for the scares to see like what the scary ghosts look like and shit well, i don't really care why the house is haunted and from the first episode we found out that like the kids live there and the mum committed suicide because the house is haunted and then they ran away and it's like affecting their lives forever but that's most of it. Like, their mum killed them, killed herself and they blame the dad even though the house is haunted and they don't want to accept it. 
I have to kind of disagree with you comparing to American Horror Story because I think this show to me seems like it's a lot more character driven and it's very more about the characters whereas American Horror Story is a lot more about the actual horror story and that's what I like about this that's more character based yes I think it's gonna have like some like creepy moments and like you know jump scares and shocks and stuff but I don't think that's the crux of the show okay I don't know if doing a character study based on a haunted house is the right way to do it. Why not? Because it's like these kids have grown up in this house. All this fucked up stuff's happened to them. It seems like their mum got possessed or something and killed herself. And then you're seeing them in the future and you're seeing all these different kids that were there. They all had different experiences in the house and they've all got completely different lives now. And you're like learning about how they've dealt with what happened to them when they were kids. And I just find that very, very interesting. I just don't see where people are supposed to relate to that. So it's just like, I can see how you can relate to it on like a surface level. It's just like, oh, uh, if you have a, a relative who's in rehab or if you're fighting with your brother or sister about something from when you were kids forever and like money shit and like that sort of garbage but I don't know how you're supposed to do a character study and relate to people whose life is turned out the way it is because their house was haunted when they were kids you know what I mean but I think you can kind of look at that as like a what's the word like a like anything bad that happened to you in childhood I can see that but I can't I can't relate to... It's like some, you could you could substitute that for, I don't know, like one of your parents had like a substance abuse problem or one of your parents was abusive and you've got like five kids who are all dealing with that in a different way when they're adults. So it's like anything. It could be anything that happened in your childhood, like trauma in your childhood. Okay. The fact that it's like a haunted house, yeah, most people don't relate to that, but it could be any amount of things that have happened like trauma that's how I'm kind of thinking about it that's how you'd relate to it I don't see any of my story in any of these characters okay maybe some people do and maybe some people can go like oh any trauma is like haunted house and then replace it like you're saying and I could see how you could view it that way but a lot of it's about the house (laughs) but I could see how you could say because they don't say it's about the haunted house because just like all these traumas and stuff that people share, they don't they never mention the trauma directly. They don't say like, oh, because this happened or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I can see how you could see it that way. You know what I mean? I think maybe they do write the interpersonal bits like that. Like there's a trauma. You don't have to say what the trauma is because they would never actually say what it was every time they talk about it. Mm. Which is why they skitter around it. But all these traumas extend from... The house is haunted. <laughs> so do you feel like you need to have that relation to the characters to enjoy the show? or? Well, no, but the sh- show is based around that. The show is based, way, like you said, it's way more around the characters than it is around the fact that the house was haunted. But do you always feel like you have to relate to characters to enjoy a show? No, but I have to understand where they're coming from. But you're creating a character study here. It is about the people. It's really obvious that it's about the people and their interpersonal things mm. because you've had, like... Two scenes with a, a creepy, thing, creepy yeah. thing in it or whatever. Well, there was like a maximum of four in the whole thing. So it is obviously about them. Like one of them wrote a book about their family and they didn't like it so they don't talk to him anymore. 
One of them's a drug addict. One works in a funeral home. One's a lesbian. <laughs> I don't know. That's her story. Yeah, and, and one of them is like they're just like, oh, she's the crazy one. Oh, she's dead. So and then she kills herself, or she dies. Hmm. I assume she will have killed herself. I don't know. Is that like trickle down? That's like a trickle down mental illness thing. But then like everybody hates that oldest guy because he wrote a book about them. That's not relatable. We don't know if it's a mental illness thing yet. No, but I mean, it's like an allegory for that. Yeah, sure. You know, so it's like the mum had a mental illness and they always say it's a mental illness, but like in this case it's a haunting, but it's a fucking, it's obviously an allegory for actual mental illness. They can just say it. And then that's gone down to the kids. So they're just like, oh, she's the, that one. So she's inherited whatever mental illness her mum had for the allegory. And then everybody else is just dealing with that. The oldest made his career based on their mental illness. Mm, That's not relatable. Like, how many people got rich writing about the mental illness of their family? And then, like, the dad is just like, what is he doing? (laughs) I don't know. We don't know a lot about him yet, I guess. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, like, the base of their thing, I can understand how you're saying you replace Haunted House with whatever, but then you've got missing stuff like, why do they hate the oldest guy? Are you interested to find out no. more stuff? No. I'm more interested to see the scary bits. Really? Yeah, because they've told us the story. The story is that the house is haunted, which caused the mum to kill herself. They all have trauma from that. And then the youngest went, well, the girl went back and killed herself. And There's that's so it. much more to find out, though. Is there? Yeah. Like what? I just feel like there's going to be so much more story about the house and experiences in the house and what actually led towards the mum becoming like that. And No, I don't care. That's really interesting. What, that I don't care? Yeah. Why? Oh, because I feel the opposite. Like, I, I really like the show a lot and I'm really interested to watch more and everyone I've spoken to, everything I've read online, everyone's loving it. So you're the first person that I've come across that doesn't enjoy it. They've tried to, like, portion it out a little bit and give you little bits, but they've given you a whole thing. Like, what's going to happen? Is they're going to go back to the house for uh, fuck knows why, and then they're going to face whatever it was, even though none of them really experienced it except for the girl who just died? Do you want to know more about the bent neck lady? No. It's a, it's a ghost. Yeah, but what's her deal? I don't care. <laughs> what? I don't know. I just think there's a lot that can be unpacked in this. Well, maybe, but I they haven't made me give a shit. And that might be really weird to you, but I just... There's nothing in it that would make me care. I would only watch it to see, like, how scary it gets. <laughs> no, it's not super weird to me, because I know that you don't usually like this kind of stuff anyway. So I'm not surprised you don't want to watch anymore. Well, I guess I'm a little bit disappointed. <laughs> You can watch it by yourself. Now I know I'm going to have to watch it by myself, yeah. Just don't watch it when you're in the house by yourself. Watch it on the bus or some shit. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. But, like, I don't care. I don't know if I'm going to be a weird outlier or whatever, but I've watched a lot of shit. (laughs) And this did not make me care about... I did not care about any of the characters. They all hate each other, and I don't know why, and I don't care, because they all seem like dicks. None of them have interacted with any ghosts until, other than the girl who's now dead, until the girl who's dead showed up in that guy's house and screamed in his face. Mm-hmm. You I know like that bit. So that's 
that's it no you could have ended it there and it would have been like yeah that's fine the only thing would be like what's behind the red door and then when she goes behind the red door and everybody wakes up because they're being choked or some shit oh yeah I want to know about that that'd be it but I'll just wait until you finish and you can tell me what's behind the red door and it probably won't make sense to me so I probably wouldn't have cared anyway so I'm on the IMDb yep this has a 9 out of 10 yep from 34,078 reviews so people as I said are loving it I mean, obviously not everyone loves it, but because you don't. But yeah, that's a very good rating for IMDb. People are excited about it. What's the Rotten Tomatoes score? 90%. <laughs> the same as IMDb. <laughs> there you go. So lots of people like it, but lots of people who watch the whole thing like it. Yeah, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Apparently it just gets better, so... Like well, that. it fucking better get better because it's fucking boring. <laughs> I loved it. It has something to say, but I forgot. I think there's not there's not really been anything made that's exactly like this. Really? Yeah. Like, what what example can... American Horror Story is not the same thing. Back off the American Horror Story thing, mate. <laughs> it's just the only horror series that I know about. Name mm. another horror series. Right now, go. Yeah, there's not a lot. There that's why I'm saying like, there hasn't really been anything that's been made like this. But I, don't, I still don't care. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I understand that no other things have been made like this like draws people in but no mm. <laughs> it has to be something different and also good <laughs> and also interesting like I'm not saying it's a bad show at all but we are just talking about the pilot okay so the pilot did not make me want to keep watching it mm. I don't see what of it would draw people in I feel like people would watch the first one and be like oh I kind of care about this and I kind of care about this and then Oh, it got a 9 on IMDb. Better fucking watch it. <laughs> yeah, I think that has more of an influence over whether or not people watch something. Just people in a group saying, you have to watch it, it's great, versus how they feel about it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Should we go into some ratings then? Why not? All right. Let's start off with characters. Well, it's all about the characters, isn't it? Mm. I don't understand what they want. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't... I don't know what the drive of any of these characters is yet. Early days. Yeah, exactly. But you... From a pilot, you should know at least what people want. I know that the oldest... I know he wants to get back together with his wife, even though she doesn't want it. And I know that the lesbian woman wants to have sex. But I don't know what anybody else wants. You know what I mean? I think it's just part of the whole mystery element of it. I think, like, want and direction are, like, really important for story. Yeah. But it might open up, but I just feel like you should sort of have at least a want and direction for everybody, episode one. Okay. So what are you going to give it? For the pilot, I'd say, like, a four. Jesus, all right. Well, like, the, the oldest sister, there's no fleshing out there. She talks in her sleep, that's all we know. She works at a funeral home. Don't know why. It's, like, creepy for creepy's sake. You know? They've all got kind of creepy jobs. Yeah. But I just don't know what anybody wants or why they're doing what they're doing. I don't mind that. Because I realise that it is a kind of horror, mystery show. It doesn't bother me that you don't really know a lot about them right now. I'll probably give characters about a 7 out of 10. Why only a 7? What not a 9? <laughs> <laughs> 
just because maybe right now they're not as interesting as I thought they might be. Well, you got to think about it as a pilot. So exactly, that's what I'm saying. For like, a pilot, you give it a seven? Yeah, but I can see that maybe after two or three, I would find them a nine. So that that's why I'm giving them a seven. Cool. And what is next? Let's go look. Overall look of the show. This is what dark shows are supposed to look like. You can still see everything, but it's obviously dark. And there's real differences between like day and light and like where you are. I'm glad like, you like this part. It looks great. Yeah. It, it does look fantastic. I would give it like a nine for that. Mm-hmm. The look. It looks brilliant. Like the woman's house that he's filming in looks different to like the... I've got to stop calling her the lesbian. But like that's all they've given us. Oh. So... Uh, then her room, which looks different to like the funeral home, and they all look completely different to the actual like house. Like when you're in the house, you know when they're in the house, you know when they're in this person's house, you know when they're here, you know when they're here, just based on how it looks and the lighting and everything. What about the filming? Did you enjoy that? So everybody goes on and on and on about how it's filmed differently than anything else. It's not. <laughs> what do you mean, everyone? You just mean me. No, I read comments on the internet about oh, okay. it, and people tell me about it and shit. It's like, oh, it's filmed so amazingly, it's completely different. It's not. It's like, hey, oh, horror. It's filmed like horror. It's filmed like horror movies are filmed. The cinematography is good, though. You get to see everything that you need to see, and it's there, and they frame everything really well, and everything's shot from the right angles and everything. Like, it's great. But... Everybody keeps telling me it's, like, revolutionary and something they haven't seen before. And I just don't see that. In TV, though. It's I guess, different for TV. I guess in TV. But it's a horror, though. Like, in the genre. Like, no, there's not a lot of horror TV shows. But, like, that doesn't mean we've never seen it before. I know what you mean. But the way that this thing is filmed literally makes me just feel uncomfortable and on edge the entire time. Not just... I feel like when you watch a horror film, you just feel on edge at certain points when they want you to. And then there's like normal conversations where you know, oh, nothing's going to happen. Like the way it's filmed, like, oh, it's normal. This show literally makes me feel like on edge the entire time just because of how it's filmed. I know. To me, it seems very, very different. That's not. To anything I've seen before. Maybe that's what they're going for. But usually what you get in a horror film is you get like a. The way they are built is you get a peek at the start right so you like know that there's a scary thing Mm. and then it goes back to zero and then you get like the slow build all the way and then it might like jut up and down a bit but you're up like it kind of happened in this so it's filmed like a horror movie it's filmed like the last third of a horror movie okay but all of it and i see what you mean because it's like oh the kids talking to like one of the caretakers but it's still tense and like the whole thing is tense yeah but it doesn't have to be it would, would but be I more, like that it's more like more noticeable if it wasn't. But like, no. But what about like, so when the guy realizes in the house that like it's just cars and he's talking to that's not tense. And I he's felt like, tense. This is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, because but it's not because it's tense. It's because she's angry at him because she doesn't believe that she saw a ghost. Oh. I understand they're different types of tense, mm. and they're obviously trying to make it tense the whole way. That doesn't make it a good show or an interesting show. It just makes it, like, a thing that they're trying to do. It makes it more entertaining, though. I find it really entertaining how it's done. Because there's no dips and troughs and stuff. I don't know. It's not as impactful because you're just, like, sitting in this space. I feel like it's more impactful when it, like, builds and then you've got, like, peaks and stuff. 
I just really like how it's done. I, I would probably give this... You gave it a nine, right? I think I'd probably give it like a nine and a half. I really like how it makes me feel. Like I feel like I could just be watching like nothing, like with no dialogue or anything and just watching these shots and I would still feel the same way, even if there wasn't any dialogue. But it, And I think that's clever. I don't and know there's not even it's not even like there's a lot of music or anything. There's like a little bit of a score, but it's not like a super like horror score like dum, dum. like there is some like you know jumpy music when something happens, but, but it's ho- not like over the top. Horror's not jumpy music though. That's the thing. Jump scares are jumpy music. Horror is like low rumbles. And if you watched it again, you would notice that the whole thing has this like low rumbling tone over the entire fucking thing, which is why you feel te- another one of the reasons why you feel tense. Mm. And you're just like, oh, there's no music. There's music continuously. It's always on, but it's always like quite low and like it's not very loud, so you can hear it, but you can't focus on it. And that's a way of making people feel uneasy. Mm. And you make it like low and rumbling, and it doesn't really have like a defined. It's got a rhythm, so you also don't notice it, but it's not. Like, it's not an orchestra, it's not like the whole time, but there's always something going on. Mm, I'll have to look out for that. I'll have to look out for that next time. Yeah. Cool. What other ratings are there? We've got your basics, like costuming and shit. That's all. Well, that's not really anything. Pretty boring. There's a fair bit of, like, random Victorian costuming with the family that's the caretaker family of the estate. Like Just the, the woman. Well, the dude was kind of, like, dressed like a bit of a chimney sweep. They were sweeping a chimney. Yeah, I know. But, like, you don't have to dress like a chimney sweep to be a chimney sweep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this his outfit looked like a little bit strange. And, yeah, she was wearing, like, a very Victorian dress. Which kind of goes with the whole horror theme, but it's a bit strange. Like, I, I think this is supposed to be set now, you know, 2018. So, I don't know what that was about. Just trying to make them creepier than they were. Yeah. Because if she had on a tennis outfit, it wouldn't be very creepy. I mean, she could have just been wearing have you jeans accept- and a have you accept- jeans and a t shirt. Have you accepted Jesus into your life? Well, I'd still be afraid Fucking- of I'd still be afraid of someone in jeans and a t shirt saying that to me, so There you go. <laughs> but yeah, they went with Victorian, which is interesting. I mean I guess it goes with the house. The house is very old looking. I think the costumes, everything look good. Overall. We didn't talk about this yet. There are parts in it where I don't know if they hired actual actors to be in this movie, in this show. The some some supporting actors are a bit dodgy, yeah. Oh, just even the main actors. Like, sometimes the acting is fucking atrocious. And it's so noticeable and it pulls you right out of it. Like, the woman whose house is in, she's like, oh, do you remember that storm? I don't like Oh, you wouldn't remember that storm. So there's that. But there's also that guy. Like, there are parts where he's acting just falls apart the main guy who writes book yeah there's parts where his acting is just fucking awful and there's parts where like the woman who works in the funeral home her acting is just fucking terrible and then there's like the kid you know remember the kid she talks to and is like grandma sits on the end of my bed he's atrocious (laughs) he's a kid though he's a kid but like they've obviously told him how to act it to be creepy and And then it's like over the top but the thing is that like I always look at things like they're filmed, which is that they did that 50 times. That kid did that line 50 times. That was the best shot. And that was the best one. Yeah, that was the best <laughs> And that woman did that speech 50 times, and that was the best one. <laughs> See, that, that was the only part that I found... 
cringe was how she was like, oh, remember that storm? Oh, no, wait, sorry, you were in California. Yeah, and some... It was just like... That, it, it was just often. It was very unnatural cadence. But, like, apart from that, I didn't overly notice it, to be honest. I noticed it a bit. I think I wasn't really focusing on it. No, but I... I'd notice it. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the acting is fucking awful. I know what you mean. I mean, it's all, you know, no one in this is famous. I think well, the, the main guy, guy, the guy he's plays famous. the dad is famous. The old guy? Yeah, he's in Leverage. Okay. Fucking love Leverage, man. I, I've seen the writer before as well. I keep, th- it's totally wrong, but I keep thinking he's like the guy from Grimm. No, it's not him. No, it's definitely not. But like. But I recognise him. I don't know what he's from. I've only got 2% battery because I've been playing fucking Pokemon Go all day. What a fucking surprise. <laughs> Michael Hussman. He's Dutch. What else has he been in? Game of Thrones. Actually, that's probably where I know him from. Orphan Black. I've also watched that. World War Z. Anyway, he's been in a few things. Yeah, I think I recognise him from um, Game of Thrones, actually. So. Yeah. I didn't mind the acting. It was all right. Do you want to do an overall rating then? Well, yeah, I just wanted to bring it up. Yeah, fair enough. Was there anything else before the overall? I know you sometimes get offended like I'm attacking you with my opinion. <laughs> That's not what we're doing. We're just like sharing our opinions with each other. So I don't want you to get offended or anything. Like I can understand that you would like something and I don't have to like it. That doesn't take away from the fact that you like it. Yeah, there's it. lots of shows that I like and you don't like. Exactly. And shows that you like that I don't like. Exactly. It's just preferences and shit. <laughs> You know, there are things in this show that you can ignore that I can't. Yeah. And there's things in this show that I probably appreciate more than you because you don't notice them as much as I do. But when we do the equation, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we do the equation, you do like it. Yeah. And that's fucking life, mate. So I would give it a five <laughs> overall. It looks great, but I don't give a shit about the people, which is what the show's about. And I don't give a shit about the story, which is like the other half of the show. So it's basically, it's filmed well. They're putting all of, I don't want to say trope, the techniques. They're putting all of the techniques that they would usually put in a tense horror movie into it all the time. Clever. Trying something different, trying to keep people on edge the whole time. I don't feel like that's as effective as having like troughs and stuff. I don't want to keep watching it. So (laughs) I reckon a five. Five is fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. For something that you don't really enjoy, but you appreciate. Like, you're not saying it's a shit show, so... Oh, no, it's not five, at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. So five Sometimes is a good score Sometimes the acting is shit. <laughs> yeah. No, five is a good score for something that, like, you don't like, but you see where it's coming from and you appreciate the kind of idea of it. I think I'd probably give this about a... Based on the pilot, eight and a half I'm going to give it. I really want to watch more. I'm very interested to see what happens with the characters. I want to know more about the actual like goings on in the house the ghosts like what's behind the fucking door all these different characters and their lives and how they've been affected by what happened to them they were kids yeah i'm just pumped to watch this to be honest and i've i've just i've heard i know you said like hearing good things about it and watching it isn't as good as your own opinion but for me that matters a lot as well like what other people have said and ratings and stuff and I want to like watch things that people are buzzing about and are interested in. So, yeah, eight and a half. Well, that's why we do the show. Yeah. 
I want to watch things that people are interested in and understand why they're interested in them. But it doesn't mean I have to fucking like this shit. No, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I think some people want to have their opinions challenged. Mm. So if anybody listens to this, I'll probably get a lot of hate. Josh will challenge it. Yeah, mate. <laughs> fuck, come at me, bro. I, <laughs> I don't um, give a fuck what you say. <laughs> kind of thought that you wouldn't like this, to be honest. So I'm not surprised. But yeah, I thought it was important that we did it. Because it is getting a lot of buzz, so. Well, it's Halloween, motherfucker. Sure is. And we've got to talk about what people are talking about because people don't listen to my opinion otherwise. <laughs> got to stay relevant. That's right. Hustle every day, motherfucker. It's uh, it's very interesting. <laughs> it's every day, bro. All right. Are we done? Any final thoughts on anything? Watch what you fucking want. Who gives a shit? And happy Halloween. Eat some fucking candy. Do it. Send us a message. We're back on the Twitter. I've mm. taken control. Josh taking control of our Twitter. At Pilot Error Pod. Instagram, just search Pilot Error Podcast. Facebook, Pilot Error Podcast. Uh, that's about it, isn't it? I know we send you... It feels like we give you a lot of lip service about us making videos. But it literally... I don't want to make excuses, guys. But... For any of you who do video editing, I have been using Premiere Elements 8. <laughs> mm. So, if you don't know what that means, fucking ask somebody what I've been going through. It's 2018. <laughs> it's been very I've shit. been dealing with this shit. I'm not dealing with it anymore, guys. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to get things out for you. Two videos coming out either today or tomorrow. Whoa. It's fucking happening. I love you. That's a big ask. We appreciate you. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Thank you so much, guys. Happy Halloween. Don't come to my door. Happy Halloween.